You're welcome to Sport Analysis Network Niger Football. I'm your handcord, Hamid Abdelkarim. You can also call me Fodjuris. And in this episode, we shall be taking a review of the games that went down in matrices of the Nigerian professional football league. We shall also be taking a look back at the encounter involving the Super Eagles of Nigeria and Sudan, while also taking a look at the last game involving Nigeria, the Super Eagles of Nigeria, the last group game involving the Super Eagles of Nigeria and Guinea Bissau. As usual, I shall not work in alone on the show. But we have a new analyst on the show, the person of Franklin Olisa Mecca. I mean, who is making his debut on San Niger football. Uh, Franklin, it's good to have you here. Thank you, Fitzbodris. I'm happy to be on the show for the first time. I've always wanted to be here. Thank you for putting me up. All right. It's good to have you here. I mean, let's really start from the Japan Final Four League, but the six side. Yes, uh, Aqua United uh, defeated at, uh, at Sina United by two goals to nil. I mean, that is a very good result uh, for the defending champions, Franklin. Yeah, I think definitely Aqua United are definitely not slowing down. Uh, they have been doing well this season just like they did last season. They are not far away from the top spots, even though we know in Nigerian League, four points is after six games is a lot. But I think it's not really, they're they are not doing badly. I think they are doing all right. See, putting themselves in a position to recapture the league. Hmm. All right. I mean, uh, Rivers United battered Aquara United by three goals to me. I mean, in the preview show, I did say that last time the Afonja Warriors defeated the Pride of Rivers was far back in 2015. I mean, that's the result that you, pride, that you are taking a lot of pride in, and, uh, uh, Franklin. Definitely. I feel like if there is a team I'm very proud of in recent years, Rivers United, I think over the past three seasons, they have been really consistent in the league. And I think we should not overlook them. And I'm tipping them for the title this season, even though I should be more supporting any Grangers. But I feel like capacity-wise and ability-wise, Rivers United are the team to look out for because they have really shown consistency. And I feel like they can go all the way to the top of the position, top of the league at the end of the season. And we should factor the fact that they've also added um, uh, the, the veteran himself, Patai um, Osho, to the um, to the coaching crew. I mean, that is a very good addition for the Pride of Rivers. I mean, let's talk about yes, Enugu Rangers. Uh, Enugu Rangers supported their third win of the of the season after they defeated the MFM from Lagos by two goals to nil at the cathedral. At the cathedral. I mean, that is another result you must be happy about, Franklin. <laughs> Definitely, even though I wasn't really surprised, MFM are very poor this season, but it's still good to take three points from them at home. I mean, if you're playing at home and you are thinking of winning the league, you have no option but to get three points. Even if you're playing the worst or the best team, it doesn't really matter. Just get your three points and move on to the next match. Definitely, anybody just did their thing, and at least we are happy that they won with more than a good difference. So that is actually what made the win interesting. Um, yes, uh, the, big, uh, the biggest result of the weekend went down uh, in Jaws, where Play 2 United defeated Dakada FC Black and beat Dakada FC Black and Blue by five goals to need. I mean, not often, not often do you see a team uh, beating uh, an opponent like this, uh, Franklin, in the Nigerian Professional Football League. Definitely, I, 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 can't even recall, I can't even recall a similar result like this in the Nigeria Premier League. I'm not try, trying to recall to see whether any score like account my man and I'm not even thinking of anyone. I think it's actually good for the Nigerian football league. It's very bad for the Canada FC because they have not really been so poor this season for a team that promoted recently but 
definitely this is what they will look back to and know that it's a day they will have to forget in the league. But this is actually impressive for the Nigeria Premier League. Mm. All right, at the Pantamic Stadium in Gombe, newly promoted Gombe United had a number to a one hundred. I mean, this should be uh, is this a disappointing result for for Nidhi George, considering the fact that not only Gombe United are new beast in the league, but uh, they've also won just one game all season. I mean, all season. Uh, yeah, anybody will be disappointed in the anybody will be disappointed in the result because. Yeah, I think the Nigerian Professional Premier League have actually improved a lot. They have improved a lot that even when you go away, there are still chances that you can get a win. Remo United actually, Remo Stars actually got a win away. So uh, definitely anybody can come and be proud that they got a draw away. So I think they expected to get the win in this game and they disappointed. Considering that Gombe United should be the team you should be expecting to get a win home and away. I think they will be disappointed in the result, but at least a draw is not the worst you can get. They can just take it and move out to the next game, which is a home game. Hopefully, they can get it three points here. All right, I Tano Pillars recorded another victory of this. Tano Pillars recorded their, their second victory of the season as defeating Ninja Tornados by a goal to nail. I mean, a good result for the camp for Tano Pillars. <laughs> it's a good result for Kano Pillars, even though I'm not really sold on them for this season. They are pretty much like an average team this season. But it's actually good for their fans that they are getting a win again for the season. But they are pretty much an average team right now in the league. It's just, I think they are easily overlookable in this, this season. So let's just skip three Kano Pillars. So their fans, they should not be disappointed in my comment. <laughs> All right, <laughs> all right. Let's talk about the surprise of the season, and of course, the point of the past. Who went away? Ramon Stars continued their impressive start of the season. I mean, they went away to Bauchi, beat Wikitoris by two goals to one. And it's also uh, important that we point out the fact that they considered the penalty late in late in that encounter, but their penalty, uh, the goalkeeper of Ramon Stars came to, I mean, came to their rescue. I mean. What is start of the season for Gwinga uh Gumbote's boys? I mean, they keep on on. I mean, they, I mean, they keep, I mean, uh, this Castella form keeps to be going on and on. Uh definitely. I'm actually surprised as what they are playing, but I'm not shocked because they have a veteran coach with them. Mengo Gumbote is not new to the league, and we already know that he's an experienced coach. So we know that when things like this happen to a team, he manages. Uh, we can't be shocked, but I'm still surprised because Remo United is not a team we looked at as a team that could be challenging for the title right now, but they're obviously doing it. I'm disappointed that this, this Saleh guy missed the penalty at 19 minutes. You should be converting your penalty for saying that this team was losing at home. I don't know. I think maybe the pressure was too much for him, but him missing that penalty made Remo United, Remo starts to be ahead of uh, Rivers United in the league right now. Which is bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yes, the biggest encounter happened in the Badon, in Adamasiba Stadium in the Badon, uh, in Southwest Derby, which ended in 200 between shooting stars and sunshine stars of the Badon. I mean, from the report we got, I mean, I mean, even shooting stars fans, shooting stars fans also acknowledge the fact that sunshine stars deserve a victory from this game. I think I think any any place you see a two-two all draw, you just definitely know it's an exciting game. Uh, it's a pity that I couldn't watch that game, but it's definitely something I have to check back and see how the game went down uh, from the 
from the highlights. But 2-2 all draw is good for the league. It's good for Sunshine Stars. Even though I feel like they should have gotten the win according to what I'm seeing right now from people's reports. But 2-2 all draw is definitely good for the league. It's not something we see all the time. So maybe one day we are going to discuss the lots of improvements that have happened in the league over this season. All right. I mean, let's hope the improvement continues to you know, the end of the season. I mean, report of also emerged from Ibaron that the coach, uh, Edith, Edith Agoyi, has been giving a three-match ultimatum, 50,000 of Ibaron, got promoted to the league for the first time in five years. I mean, six matches so far, one win, three draws and two losses. Is this? I mean, isn't this too early? It's, it's, it's definitely too early, but I, I feel like they can survive. Even though surviving in Nigeria Premier League is actually very difficult, considering that it's four person that will be going for the relegation. So I, I don't I don't know what we happen, but let's see what is going to happen. It's just six games into the season. Let's see what we happen after 18 matches. Mm. All right. Another result, Nasara United recorded their second victory of the season. I mean, defeated they defeated Dubi Stars by two goals to one. Uh, while Abia Warriors fans also got relieved after they recorded another victory, but it's only for the second time this season after they defeated Atlanta by a goal to nil. Let's move. Let's, let's clear the road for Super Eagles of Nigeria. Two games, six points, five goals scored, one conceded for the Super Eagles of Nigeria. I mean, what a performance we've seen so far from the three-time champions. I mean, Sudan, adding Sudan to their latest big team, they defeated Sudan by three goals to one. I mean, what has stood out for you so far? What has, what has, stood, out, what has stood out for you so far, um, Franklin? Um, I'm trying to recall which one I'll pick. I feel like there are two things I can pick points from this whole team, one individually and one as a team. I think as a team, we have been holding the ball pretty much like a better team because I feel like this is what we have been lacking a lot in this Super Eagles team. When many times when we play lesser teams, we don't really play like we are the bigger teams. And we have actually shown us in this competition, we have had the ball pass it around, control the game, which is very important. I feel like we are doing this much, much better this tournament, and I'm very impressed. Individually, I feel like Moses Simon has been stepping it up, and I think he's on everyone's list to be one of the best players in this tournament. I, I think he's clearly our best player in this tournament as of right now. He has been doing it all, and it's not like we are now talking about maybe he's just a dribbler and all that. He has been contributing goal-wise, which is actually impressive. So I feel like those two things are the two that stood out for me, particularly in this tournament. Uh, I mean, if we play better teams, and uh, Egypt was a great team, but if we play much better teams, uh, maybe I can give a comment on the defence too. Mm. All right. I mean, let's talk about the man who has been responsible for the uh, who has been responsible for the fantastic so far. Oh, Gostin Iguavon. Yes, it's name Seres. So, I mean, Franklin, do you think the Super Eagles have had this kind of star performances if going to throw us in charge of Super Eagles? I can't, I can't easily recall us having this kind of performance under Genetro. I feel like we actually had some good games under Genetro where we dominated. I can remember the game against Cameroon where we won 4-0 or so. But like I mentioned before, controlling the game is one important thing I've always looked forward to when my team is playing, whether it is the Spy Goose or my club side. 
controlling the game is actually very important. It's not just about the scoreline, it's about the psychological effect it has on the team you just play. They just know that you are far much better than them when you control the game and still win them on top of it. And I don't think we did that much on that game as well, but we are doing it on that level. It's a pity that we might not be able to see it for too long, considering that he might not be a coach for a long time. So let's see what the new coach probably do with it. So August new government greater than Genetro. No, it's just two games in, so I can't really make much comment because I feel like uh, I criticized Genetro ending of his ending of his tenure with the Super Eagles, but I'm, I was impressed with what he did initially because I feel like we we actually were very poor before we signed Genetro. And we actually missed up on two AFCON competition before Kenestro came in and we were qualifying for the tournament so easily. But I feel like, like we have already passed the edge. We have passed Kenestro. We have surpassed his capacity. And we need to go for another coach, obviously. We have already passed his level, like I mentioned before. He could not take us to the next level, obviously. But great work to him for what he has done so far. But it's time to move on. Mm, yes, it's time to move on. We've moved on. I mean, yes, let's talk about yes, let's talk about our next encounter. Yes, you know, Nigeria, you know, we've qualified for the next round, um, but then we can't still take things for granted. I mean, against Guinea-Bissau, yes, we'll be desperate for a victory. Uh, you know, they've had, they have one point so far. I mean, going into that encounter, don't you think it's time to give the boys that are here to get some minutes some gain? I mean, like like Ozoho in goal, we like to see Uzo or any other person in goal. That's of a boy. I mean, there are a lot of guys that have not seen any minutes so far. You think this is the kind of game to have these players get some minutes and even uh, maybe try new things? Definitely. Considering that this is a tournament where players have just two days and probably three days at most to prepare for the next game, I expect the coach to rest the players so that they'll be fit for the last 16. I expect the same thing to happen in the last upcoming tournament. We won the two games and we did a total overhaul of the whole first 11 in the third game, which we actually lost. Hopefully, when we do the total overhaul this time around, we will not lose. But I expect that we will do a lot of changes, probably include Onyeka, Frank Onyeka, and a lot of players that have not really played much. Probably give the second goalkeeper a chance at making an appearance in this tournament. And hopefully, the second team will be able to get the results, even if it's a draw. Let's move on to the next stage. Uh, Franklin, I know he's just two games, uh, but then Super Eagles have had, I mean, they have one of the best teams we have seen in, yes, in the tournament so far. I mean, can you see the Super Eagles going all the way to win their fourth Afghan title? Definitely, they are one of the favorites, but it's still a long shot. There are a lot of teams, and like I mentioned before, this is a tournament, but anything can happen. Right now, I'm speaking to you, Kwitaragin is winning Algeria 1-0. I'm sure no one would have predicted that, even if no one would have predicted that at all, at all. And if it's to be surprising to your junior, might not even come out from the group stage. This is a tournament. Anything can happen. And even the team that managed to come out from their group, a team that took third in their group, can actually beat you in the last of season or in the quarterfinals. So let's just watch out for what will happen. And they're actually pretty much better. Uh, now I will not say better team, but teams are actually doing great in the tournament too. Tunisia are actually doing very great. I know they drew the, I know they lost the first game. Which was very controversial, but they just beat the first game against Mali. They didn't win the first game against Mali. Remember, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was controversial. It was the game that they actually ended. Yeah, yes, yes, of course. Yeah. Right. Sorry, sorry, I forgot the yeah. Yeah, that incident. Yeah, 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 of course. They 
We saw that they were actually great in that game, and they probably could have equalized if if Kaziri did not miss the penalty. But I feel like Tunisia, Cameroon, these are teams actually doing well in the tournaments. I probably will not call Africa close because even though they have a great team, they are still not genuine. Well. And we have seen that in the recent tournaments. So I probably don't think I'll count. I'll count Tunisia, Nigeria, and Cameroon. Those are the three favorites for me. Let's see what can happen from there. Yeah, so who is Super Eagles biggest threat? To winning the tournament. Yes. Uh, I, I, okay, I'm going to make a wise shot. No one should, no one should bookmark this in case it's false. But I feel like Tunisia are going to be our biggest set. Even though Cameroon might be strong or anything, I feel like we are we always have the upper hand against them in recent football matches. And even if we meet them again, I think we are still probably going to still beat them. But in this Tunisia team, they are they are compact, they are well organized, and they play very great football. So I think Tunisia is a is a tough it will be a toughest challenge in this tournament if we ever meet. I mean, finally, before I mean, before we hand, I mean, before we hand this, I mean, I don't know whether you had whether you watched the game involving uh, yes, the game between Syria and Cote d'Ivoire, or I don't know whether you've seen the clip. I mean, that Hala from the super from the Osigo from the Ghana uh, from the Ivory Coast goalkeeper uh, Sangari. Have you seen it? I've seen it. Yes. You need to, you need to go see it. You need to. Well, I saw. I've seen that. I mean, at the dead, I mean, at the dead, only seconds to the end of the game, the game, I mean, the defender nodded the ball to him, grasped the ball, he couldn't grasp the ball, the ball, he let, he let the ball go, I mean, I think he threw, I mean, Korka, I mean, it was his Korkas, I mean, Korka, the former uh, Liverpool player, he, I mean, got the ball and scored for Syria alone to give them, I mean, to, I mean, to uh, get them to join that encounter, I mean, that is one of the funnest moments I've ever seen, and you can be sure that this Afghan, this Afcon is no, I mean, there's no shortage of drama in this African Cup of Nations. This is where we shall be joining the postings on this episode. Do not forget that you can join us on social media. The Twitter handle is tweets at Sam in capital letters. On Facebook, Sports Analysis Network, and on Instagram, Sports Analysis Network. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Sam Football is the name too. I mean, to get premium football content. Sam Ninja Football returns next week Saturday to have a wonderful week ahead. Thank you.